Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. Purihin ang Panginoon sa araw po na ito at um, ating ihanda ang sarili natin. Let's come before the Lord uh, with sincerity of heart and willingness to receive from Him His joy, His peace, His rest, His healing grace. Ini-invite tayo ng ating Panginoon to come and um, draw near to Him. And when we do so, we, of course, can claim the promise that He will also draw near to us. Just as He said in His Word. Come, let us draw near to God in sincere faith. And let us be expectant of God's grace sa atin sa araw na ito. The Lord is good. He is our ever-present help. He is the Lord our God who desires to heal us, to restore us, to bind up our wounds. Purihin ang Panginoon. You know, many Christians today uh, started late in their Christian discipleship. Ang ibig kong sabihin, they were already adults, sometimes uh, older or even senior adults, uh, before they decided to follow Jesus. With some exceptions, of course. Merong mga tao started uh, quite young, pero for a lot of people I know, including myself, we started late. I started my discipleship at the age of 22 years old. Uh, although bata pa naman yung kututusin, but uh, still, you know, I was already uh, in my early you know, uh, adulthood. And so much time and plenty of opportunities were already lost or wasted because of this. And so I believe na it would have been better if uh, you and I started young, diba? For sure. Lahat siguro tayo na who have been enjoying God's grace at this time, we can look back and say na sana mas maaga ko pa nakilala ang Panginoon. So, um, how can we, uh, bilang uh, older na ngayon, or most especially if we are parents, no? how can we help our children or those who are, who are young, no? to start their pursuit of God as early as possible. Sa mundong kinagagalawan natin, of course, with all the media and everything and the culture that we are living in, uh, it would really be challenging for sure. Maraming challenges. But it's not impossible. 
by God's grace, you know, maaari natin na, maaari tayo makapag-create ng environment kung saan ang mga young people, as young as they could, you know, by the grace of God, could start their pursuit of God. So we want to look at um, the story of Jesus when he was around 12 years old. We don't know much about uh, what happened dun sa mga intervening years or even after this particular incident until the time that he started his ministry, which is about 30 years old. Since the Gospels are not really what you might call technically parang biography kung saan every year is uh, you know delineated or narrated to us hindi ganun ang gospels so we have uh, missing information dun sa mga maraming taon no sa buhay ng ating Panginoon especially when he was not yet you know in ministry that's why misa mayroong mga lumalabas na kono no mga uh, you know books or whatever that talks about those intervening years but they are, they do not have authority so we should not believe them okay we remain grounded dapat in the scriptures so what we are told is what we choose to believe and so uh, this incident no na nagisa tells us about uh, the life of Jesus when he was a young boy at 12 years old so, basahin natin to. It's found in Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 52. At uh, let's begin at verse 41. Sabing ganito, Every year, his parents uh, went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy uh, Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us, treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? he asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. Uh, but his mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. So this is the word of the Lord for us today. I want you to just open your heart to God as we uh, expound on this passage. Anong word or words or phrases probably, uh, you know, the Lord would impress upon you 
and uh, share with it, share share that sa comments, you know, and let us know uh, why that word or words or phrase ministered to you, and uh, we'd love to hear that later on. So for now, let us pray. Manalangin po tayo. Dear Lord, uh, purihin ka, Panginoon, for today. We are thankful, Lord God, na by your grace and mercy, we have come to know you. Although for most of us, uh, it came late. And how we wish, Panginoon, uh, we were younger. When we, dis- when we could have discovered the wonderful grace of God. Pero nevertheless, oh Lord, we are thankful. Dahil kahit paano, as adults, we were given the opportunity to believe. Pero Lord, we pray for all those who are younger, our children, or yung mga young people in the church. I pray, oh Lord, na by the grace of God, that we would truly be interested in helping these young people start young in their discipleship. Gamitin mo nawa kami mga older ones to mentor, to help, to challenge those who are younger in, in the Lord na may open na nila sarili nila sa faithful discipleship with Christ. This we pray, Lord God, and through your word today, help us to really grasp this and understand. And we ask this right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So our topic today is entitled, Starting Young. Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 52. And like I said, this is the only uh, parang uh, incident or occasion kung saan we are informed about those growing up years ni Jesus at the age of 12. Now, mga, mga Jews, mga Israelites, uh, meron silang talagang discipleship process from the time na bata pa ang isang Hudyo all the way hanggang siya ay tumandana. And it is that particular time, yung 12 going into 13, that is so crucial kasi 13 years old is the time that you are considered to be an adult in Israel. Responsible, ika nga, uh, in keeping the Torah, no, keeping the law of God, the law of Moses, in obedience, of course, to the scriptures, and being part of the community of faith. So, 13 years old, yun yung, yun yung pinaka-time of ano, parang maturity. And 12 pababa is considered to be bata ka pa, no? And of course, yung learning mo is mostly uh, sa bahay, uh, but also, of course, as you are growing older, uh, from, uh, lalo na, from the age of about uh, 10 to 12, ganyan, uh, they learn more uh, from the, you know, from the synagogue, and also the, the temple courts. So this is the story we find in uh, Luke chapter 2, verse 41 to 52. Uh, an incident kung saan uh, something happened uh, that tells us about Jesus as a young boy. 
And so the question now we want to address today is this. How can we help our children or siguro just young people in general start young in their spiritual development? No? Um, sorry about that uh, you know, misspelling. Let me correct that. Spiritual. Okay. Yeah, spiritual. Uh, I think I made a, a wrong spelling there. Yeah, spiritual development. So, paano natin matutulungan ang mga kabataan, whether anak natin o hindi natin anak, you know? Pero yung mga young people, how can we help them? Uh, there are three faith choices na I think we can do. Uh, of course, we cannot force it dahil uh, ang mga kabataan, siyempre, they would not appreciate kung sila ay pinapwersa. And we should not, no? Sa lahat po na sa atin dito na mga magulang, mga older people, wag po natin pilitin ang mga kabataan, you know, pagdating sa area of faith. Uh, let them have their own pace. Let them discover it. And of course, when they are younger, siguro, we can have more or we can have greater influence. Pero as they are growing older, siyempre, the more na parang pinipilit mo sila, the more na nire-resent nila yun. Because usually, by the time you go into your teenage years, you, you want to become more and more independent and to have your own choice. Kaya it would be uh, unproductive for parents or older people to try to force teenagers to follow the Lord. Yan yung isa sa pinakatalagang challenging na time sa paglago ng kahit sinong tao, yung teenage years. But here are three faith choices that we can practice as early as possible. Okay? Number one is to practice uh, sacred rhythms as a family. Verses 41 to 42. Practice sacred rhythms. Basahin po natin yan. Sabi sa verse 41, Every year, his parents went to Jerusalem for the feast of the Passover. Ang mga Israelites uh, usually would go to Jerusalem three times a year. No? Uh, kasama na yan yung feast of uh, uh, Pentecost and Tabernacles, you know, so they go there twice, uh, three times a year. Although usually once a year, pinaka significant sa kanila, which is the Passover. And sabi sa verse 42, when he was 12 years old, to Jesus, they went up to the feast according to the custom. Now it's very important for us to understand na when I say sacred rhythms, I'm referring to those spiritual disciplines na pinapractice uh, natin in order for us to really put our, ourselves or posture ourselves to experience God's grace. So usually it's a place or a time of grace kung saan we want to open ourselves to the grace of God sa buhay natin intentionally, regularly, and by discipline. Now, personally, sa buhay natin, we should have our own sacred rhythms, you know? Like, for example, itong time of uh, daily devotions. I hope and pray na maging bahagi ng sacred rhythms mo ito sa buhay. Ganon din yung pagpunta sa church or every Sunday uh, if you are a believer in the Lord. 
And then many others, of course, like uh, daily office, prayer of examine, or yung usual na ginagawa ng mga mananampalataya, which is quiet time, uh, which is a very minimal kind of uh, sacred rhythm. It's better than nothing, pero, you know, I hope and pray na tayo pong mananampalataya would go beyond just the quiet time and really pursue a more vibrant and a more ikang, uh, uh, intentional lifestyle of contemplation. Nevertheless, what I want to highlight dito is the fact na hindi lang yung individual ang dapat magkaroon ng sacred rhythms. Other social units, like for example, the family, should have their own sacred rhythms as early as possible. In fact, any kind of grouping or community, in order for it to be a place of grace, should have their own sacred rhythms. Including, of course, yung small group. Dapat may rhythm of grace kayo sa inyong lifestyle together that puts you in a place and posture of, uh, you know, walking by faith together to receive and experience God's grace. So I won't talk about that uh, at this point, but I'd like to refer to the family. The family should have their own sacred rhythms, you know, a time of worshiping the Lord together or praying together or sharing their lives with each other. One of the things that na nakakalungkot, of course, in our modern time is the fact that almost everyone in the family is busy. And even if we do have some time together, karamihan nakafocus sa kanila mga cell phones. We really don't practice yung sacred rhythms as a family right now. I think in most families, totoo ito. But if we can bring that back, or if we can begin to practice it, I think that's going to be very helpful, lalo lalo sa mga kabataan. And of course, it's important to explain to our children why we're doing it. A place of grace or a time of grace means na at that time, we want to intentionally focus on the presence of the Lord and what He wants to do in our lives. So it may be a time of prayer or worship, a time of sharing, you know. But it's uh, a sacred rhythm is something regular, hindi yung paminsa-minsa lang, panagkataon lang. And that's true kahit na anong social unit yan or even as an individual. When we speak about sacred rhythms, we speak about something regular, intentional, as a discipline na nangyayari sa buhay natin. So if we want children to start young, maganda na merong environment of grace, starting with the family. And uh, of course, ang medyo challenging nga talaga dyan because most of the time, uh, mga young people spend uh, lots of their times with their barkada. And seldom is the barkada a place of grace. It could be, pero most of the time there is no, there, you know, I, I have yet to see yung ganong mga occasions na uh, mga peer groups are intentionally pursuing spiritual life together. Blessed are those na makahanap ng ganun, of course. And so in the church, yung mga small groups should have sacred rhythms, 
Pero sometimes the small groups do not do that as well. Minsan na mga small groups hindi nagkikita for a long time. And so that brings about yung parang failure ng small group to be a place of grace. But that's another matter altogether. Let's continue, no? So practice sacred rhythms as a family. Secondly, another faith choice that we can make is to provide plenty of opportunities to learn God's truth. And we find this in verse 43 to 47. So let's look at that. After the feast was over, while his parents were returning home, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on on for a day. So, hindi nila napansin si Jesus. Which probably makes us think na, you know, si Jesus probably is that usual boy na makulit, you know. Baka takbo ng takbo or something like that. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. Now, when they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. So just like any parent siguro, medyo nataranta sila. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And amazingly, ganitong sabi sa verse 47, Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. Now for sure, si Jesus was unique, no? Bilang the Son of God. And like I said, may kinalaman din talaga sa mga parents niya ito dahil when he was growing up, dahil, you know, we, we know from the scriptures that both Joseph and Mary were people of faith, no? Talagang they really practiced their faith and they really are obedient to the Lord. So, I'm sure na, you know, lumalaki si Jesus or nung lumalaki siya, he had plenty of opportunities to study the Word of God or to learn the Word of God. But even as he was growing older, patuloy yung kanyang exposure no, sa pag-aaral ng salita ng Panginoon. And that's why I say I believe na one of the things that we can do is really to provide plenty of opportunities to learn God's truth. Both formally, non-formally, no? or formally, whatever is the case. <clears throat> I think ang problema natin sa panahon natin ngayon is that a lot of young people are receiving inputs no, sa kanilang brain o sa kanilang thinking coming from the world, coming from the culture sa mga games nila, sa mga movies na pinapanood nila of course social media, number one yung mga interactions nila sa mga tao who do not know the Lord. So, this is a burden uh, for a lot of us parents and older people. Uh, burden sa atin to because um, siyempre, mas marami yung input ng mga kabataan na nanggagaling sa mundong ito kaysa sa salita ng Panginoon. And I think what we can really see here, which I really appreciate, is the kind of uh, learning that was uh, happening uh, sa Israel. And let me just point that out kasi I think it's very important. No? 
Sabi kasi sa verse, verse 46, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. Okay? So, sitting among the teachers, listening to them, and asking them questions. You know, one of the things that I believe na dapat mangyari in order for young people to be exposed to plenty of opportunities to learn God's truth is kapag yung ating learning environments ay more uh, talagang designed toward interaction and conversations and dialogue rather than yung one-way teaching that we often find in a lot of places including the church. Kasi madalas ang approach natin is lecture. Yung tayo lang ang nagsasalita. And uh, you know, I hope and pray na tayo mga older people should really respect younger people in terms of yung ability nila to grasp and to ask, uh, you know, relevant questions and to interact, you know, uh, with those who claim to be teachers of God's truth. I try my best to practice this in my own, ano, in my own life. So I, I always parang uh, pray to the Lord that I would be ready whenever my children would ask me questions about life or anything na relevant sa kanilang buhay, so that I can interact with them and discuss things with them, knowing fully well na meron silang sariling pag-iisip. The same with other young people in the church. Uh, how I wish na, you know, there would be ways and means for young people to ask questions and interact with those who are older in the faith. So, very important na huwag lang tayo mag-rely sa lectures, no? Yung one-way teaching na nakikinig lang yung young person and then tayo lang yung nagsasalita. So, provide plenty of opportunities to learn God's truth, especially through interaction and dialogue. And last but not the least, is to prioritize God's calling in our children's lives. Tulungan natin silang madiscover kung ano ba ang calling nila sa Panginoon. Verses 48 to 52. So let's read that. Sabi sa verse 48, When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Now, we can understand that kasi siyempre bilang magulang tas nawawala yung anak natin siyempre matataranta tayo doon, di ba? So, we are going to look for them. Kasi afraid nga tayo na baka may mangyari sa kanilang masama. And of course, I speak to the rest of us parents and older people na minsan we are dominated by our fears na baka may mangyari sa mga anak natin. So sometimes we tend to be very controlling and we want to, you know, be overprotective minsan to the point na hindi natin natutulungan yung mga anak natin to discover their true path in Christ. So sabi ni Jesus sa kanila sa verse 49, Why, why were you searching for me? He asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? Sa ibang translations, you know, my father's business. In other words, si Jesus early on knew that he had to focus on God's calling for his life. Now, sabi sa verse 50, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. At that point, 
marahil they have not really fully grasped kung ano implications ng mga sinasabi ni Jesus as a young boy. Then he went down to Nazareth with them and was obedient to them. But his mother, but his mother treasured all these things in her heart. Which is also a way for Luke to tell us na pag-isipan din natin to, just like Mary. And then in verse 52, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature, and in favor with God and men. In other words, you know, he waited for the right time. It would it would be much, much later, at the age of around 30, that he would begin to really fulfill his ministry. So during those intervening years, he grew just like any other boy in obedience to his parents. Pero nevertheless, nandun yung prinsipyo. Prioritize God's calling in our children's lives. Ang dapat natin tatandaan, bilang mga magulang at mga nakakatanda, we are not here to control our children's lives, but to guide them and to help them discover their unique calling before the Lord. Meron silang sariling buhay at meron silang sariling path. We are simply here to assist them, to provide wisdom, to guide them. But not to control them or make them live a life na based sa frustrations natin. Just because hindi natin nagawa yung magusto natin gawin, doesn't mean na ipapasa natin yung sa mga anak natin na sila ang dapat tumupad sa mga pangarap natin. We must allow our children to discover their own path. Our role is to guide them and help them to make good decisions in life. And even then, hindi natin masisigurado yun because they will make some bad decisions. The only thing we can do is support them and be there for them even during those bad decisions. Young people must discover their unique identity and giftedness in Christ. At uh, nawa, you know, they would start following the Lord and uh, discover, you know, kung ano yung pinagagawa sa kanila ng Panginoon. And in due time, no, we want to release them and empower them and support them kung anong nais nilang tuparin sa buhay nila. I do that with my own children. Uh, although I would love sana if both of them will serve the Lord as pastors. Pero I cannot force that. I trust God na He would guide my two sons in discovering kung ano yung unique, unique calling nila in Christ. And I always tell them, reassure them na I would be there to support. Kung ano man yun. Even if it's different from my own profession or vocation, no? So, tayo pong mga nakakatanda, wag natin pong limitahan yung mga anak natin in discovering their place. So, here are the three faith choices. Una, practice sacred rhythms as a family. Pangalawa, provide plenty of opportunities to learn God's truth, lalo na through dialogue and interaction. Tapos pangatlo, prioritize God's calling in our children's lives. So in summary, children can start young in knowing and serving the Lord. Tatandaan natin yun. They can start young. And we must provide 
the environment for them to start young. Sa Tagalog, ang mga bata ay maaari magumpisa ng maaga sa pagkilala at pagsunod sa Panginoon. Thanks be to God. So tayo po ay manalangin. If you are listening right now and you are a parent of younger children or of children, perhaps this is the time for you to understand na napakahalaga yung pag-form mo sa kanila while they are still young. Take the time to examine yung lifestyle ng inyong family and see whether there can be some corrections or things that you can do in order to provide an environment sa pamilya for children to know the Lord early. Huwag lang tayo maging super busy sa trabaho natin or sa mga secular nating mga ginagawa to the point that the children do not know the Lord. Lalaki sila na hindi nila kilala ang Panginoon. So, I want to challenge, you know, the the parents here who are listening who have young children. Now, some of you naman uh, are parents with older children. And maybe you have uh, missed out on the opportunity nung bata-bata pa yung mga anak ninyo. And uh, maybe that gives you some regret, but it's alright. You can still pray and do what you can by God's grace. To still provide uh, an environment at home where your children can somehow still be exposed to the gospel. And of course, finally, sa mga young people, don't be resentful, resentful sa inyong mga parents, lalo na if they don't know these things. Eh, walang maitutulong yan. Just pray for your parents and continue to lift them up to the Lord. And do what you can sa sarili ninyo. Perhaps you can be a catalyst sa pamilya in really starting, you know, a place of grace at home. And especially kayo pong mas nakakabata, pagdating nung time na kayo ay mag-aasawa na, please remember this. Start as early as you can so the children may be exposed to the truth of the gospel early on. For nothing is impossible with God. Let's all pray. Lord, uh, maraming salamat po, Panginoon, for reminding us that, Lord, young people can start uh, as early as possible in their devotion to you and in their service to you, Lord God. And it's up to us older people to provide yung environment for that, Lord. So tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon, kaming mga older ones to be conscious of this to be aware grant us the grace to do what we can para young people can have the opportunity to follow you Lord as early as possible at patawarin niyo kami Lord sa anumang mga pagkukulang namin please forgive us and give us hope Lord God na kahit na lumipas na yung panahon that we can still do something to help our children or the younger ones in church. Lord, may you also give us the courage to 
somehow share with others as well tungkol dito. Please give us an opportunity to discuss these matters with those who may have young children or even older parents with older children. So Lord, tulungan niyo po kami, Panginoon. We just uh, commit everything to you, Lord God, and uh, just trust in you para itong word na to would not just come to our ears and go to the other side. May it transform us, Panginoon. May it renew us with hope. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again.